Hello, hello, hello. Welcome along to Benchcast. I'm Neville O'Donoghue, and this is a podcast for bench warmers. Listen to me now, listen to me. Which phone is that? That's the second time it's gone off. We're going to do it. Tyson Fury. It's Torres to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. You're a county? Absolutely not. That's a load of rubbish, Brechon, to be quite honest. Uh, He's a disgrace to have a football club. What a belt he's given it. I, 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 I love I love I love me county, you know. We love Jamalans. On this podcast, I talk to Kieran O'Reilly's and Kerry senior footballer Jack Savage. This podcast is thanks to WasterCrackDubaiOi.com. Make sure to check them out for more. And this podcast was also recorded in Blah Blah Dubai. I talked to Jack about uh, life life in Dubai, about stepping away from Kerry senior football, and about playing football in the Middle East. With that, hope you enjoy the pod. Jack Savage. Jack, how are you? Great, good to be here now yourself. Ah, not too bad. We're here today at Blah Blah Dubai and thanks very much to What's the Crack Dubai Eye for setting this up. Jack, I suppose the first question I ask you is what are you actually doing over here in Dubai? Um, so yeah, I, I kind of moved here last September. I was kind of looking to go doing a bit of teaching out here. Um, the way the club kind of season panned out, I was kind of over and back and I was over and back each month and I kind of was just doing a bit of teaching kind of part-time but I'm actually getting a full-time job here now um, teaching in a school out in Murdoch about half an hour away so just all P teaching with a primary school right. so loving it at the moment now really enjoying it and um, just kind of settled down a bit I'm here f- kind of full-time now over and back was a bit kind of tough you know you're flying back constantly yeah. So I kind of feel like I'm kind of settling in now to the, to the culture and the lifestyle out here now, which is great and I'm really enjoying it like that. Yeah. So if, is that it now? You're just going to make the commitment and give this a go for a few years? Yeah, I'm going to just take it as a, we won't look too far ahead, but I'm going to take it as it comes. Like, I'm going to look enjoy it. It's a great spot to be nowadays. Look, there's, um, there's great opportunities out here and stuff. Look, there's a good lifestyle, good climate. Um, for the foreseeable future, for the, for the year, anyway, we, we can reevaluate things. But look, I'm enjoying it. Look, there's everything around it, the surroundings are great, just good lifestyle as I said already, and it's, it's great to be enjoying it out here. No, definitely, and what, but because like, uh, what about Jack O'Connor, was he, did you have to turn your phone on silent like, was he in that, because uh, Kerrier in the league now at the moment, so. No, look, obviously, look, it's not easy to, 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 to walk away after winning an All-Ireland, look, and I just felt that the time was right to just, a new adventure, I suppose, and just try something new, look, and I'll be forever grateful for Jack Connor for the opportunity he gave me to get back into Kerry last year, I suppose, yeah. like, the, I never thought I'd get a chance again, I suppose, and look to win the All-Ireland was a dream come true, I suppose, and I, look, I'm very grateful for everything he's done for me as a man manager and the whole management team and the players in general, look, there's a great setup there, look, they're, they're a great team, I've no doubt they're going to be successful again this year, look, and look, you never, I, I won't close the door on it again, look, you never know what could happen in a year or two's time, I'm still young yet, like, so, just, you never know, but I couldn't be any more thankful for him for the opportunity, as I said, he gave me, and to go on and win it last year was to fulfil a kind of chi- childhood dream, so look, it's great to be back out here now, just to experience something new. I, I felt the time was right just to try something different, and I was around Chile for the rest, most of my life, so I just feel, feel like a change is needed. And look, as I said, the door will never be closed. Hopefully, look, you never know what can happen in the future. No, definitely, and look, you got your all-earned medal, happy days. But uh, we'll talk about the club then, because Kieran O'Reilly's, I know you got beat by the eventual winners, Kilmagore Croaks. Uh, tell me about that. You got beaten in the semi-final, was it? Yeah, we were beaten in the semi-final. Look, we had a, we, we had a great run, I suppose. It was, we were in bonus territory. I think we never thought, setting up the start of the year, that we'd be playing at Crow Park with fellas you grew up with, I suppose. That's probably the pinnacle of your career, nearly playing 
with the fellas you grew up with since under sixes all the way up to a senior like you know so look we took every game on its merit we, we won every game by a point or two I think we, we beat Newcastle West in the final of the Munster by a point we beat Arrow against by another point so we were kind of battle hard and we knew we had a good team there we had the likes of Tommy Walsh, Dave Moore who've, who've been there done it all I suppose um, Look, we got to Crow Park, we knew we were up against the big Dublin guns, I suppose. Look, and we had nothing to lose, and look, we gave a good account of ourselves. Um, we, we kind of came in back to near the end, look, and I suppose, look, we were there, thereabouts, and just it was a dream for the club. Look, we're, we're a relatively small club from Chile. There's four or five clubs feeding off Chile, so I suppose the pick wouldn't be as big. Um, we exceeded all the expectations, I suppose. Look, we got to the promised land of Crow Park, we enjoyed it, we enjoyed the journey, and look, I'm actually going to miss the team holiday now. They're actually going to bend it on this week right. for five days, 30 lads, so. Yeah. I probably missed that. I've, I've been home over and back long enough, so I can't put the job in jeopardy anymore. So, um, look, the, the social is going to be come soon. Look, it's a great time for the club. Look, it's something we look back on and cherish them days. Look for the rest of our life, obviously. Look, so it was great. Do you think, uh, like, it would have been really nice to win a club all Ireland as well this year? But do you think you'll, you haven't given up on that dream yet? Do you think you'll go back? Yeah, look, and... I think you never know. Look, next year, like next September comes when the championship starts again. You, you don't know what, what could happen. Look, we might be back again. You never know, but. There's a good panel there, there's a good core group there. I think Tommy and Dave Moran are great leaders to have in the team. Like you have Barry John Keane, all good inter-county experience. Like I think we have a nice little core group there. But more importantly, we're all a good tight group, they're friends, like you know, and when you get on the field I think that, that goes a long way. What about tell me about David Moran, because he stepped away from the inter-county this year. What a what a player he was for Kerry. Jesus, yeah, look, I couldn't say I couldn't speak of him highly to be honest. Um I remember when he was six 13, 14, I used to be around the club as a young fella. I remember he was playing primary game and I was just in awe of the man. I remember plaguing him for his primary game jersey. Yeah. And he said he'd always give it to me when he grew out of the jersey. So I remember he was a big bookler when he was underage. Like, so I think he was about 15. I was down watching some underage training because I used to live down in the field. And uh, yeah. he came over and gave me the primary game jersey, the old cotton style jersey with yeah. the Kerry gold on it. I still have it at home. Um, but since then I kind of idolised him. And he was kind of a mentor for me growing up because when I wanted to carry first, he was the kind of Sharon Road man there. So I went from managing, him managing me minor to playing with him to winning all Ireland's with him. But he was just a leader on and off the field. I think he, like in his, in his personal life and his football life, I think you couldn't speak highly of him. Like he's, he's done so much. He's been through a lot of injuries. He's come back. He just, he's, a, he's a great person, in all fairness. Like, yeah. Was it always football for you from day one? Because I know I met you at the golf a few weeks ago and uh, we were following Shane Lowry together. And I know it's a religion down in Kerry football, but I know you're into other sports, like, you know? I suppose I, I was, sports was everything. I, I underage, like, it was, there was no books, there was no nothing really. It was all, I played football, I played hurling. I, played, I joined Artford Hurling when I was 15. I actually just took a day off school to go play a bit of hurling with the, with yeah. the boys, with the school team. And I ended up marking one of the boys' best players. And, uh, the boys asked me to come out the following week and I just played up to senior championship with our first. I won minor 21 seniors. So I played that, I played soccer all the way up, I played the Kennedy Cup, which is kind of be the pinnacle under 13. I played all that, I played basketball, I played every I played rugby first year in school, I got player of the year. Like I would have been good at every sport really. I would have loved sports. So um but yeah, I, I suppose when we got the minor then, I kind of stopped playing every other sport really, but then I kinda of got the pick one, I picked the football, but we actually played in Turner's Cross and we were 18, minor team. A few of us were in the Kerry Minors, but we weren't, we weren't left to play soccer. So we kind of few of us went on the, on the DL. We played against them um, with some Limerick crowd in the Munster U Cup final up in Turner's Cross, which was a good all experience too. Greg Horn would have been there. He's on the Kerry panel at the moment. And uh, look, it was just great. I think it's good to sample sports when you're underage, like just to get out and socialise. And 
I suppose just to see what you're good at, I suppose, which is the main thing. And look, sport is great to, for, for your own health and your own well-being as well, I think. Oh, definitely. And um, actually, that's one thing I really do like about Kerry, that they actually are decent at hurling. Like, I think Paul Galvin was a very good hurler, but um, boarding school, tell me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Skull and Oak, I think it is. Actually, we were talking off air there. I did two summers there as well. But you did a year or two, wasn't it? Yeah, i done two years up there. Yeah, I was shipped off when I was in sixth class. Um, Look, it was an all-Irish-speaking school. I'd never heard of Irish going up there, and what an experience it was. Look, you met fellas, friends for life up there. I actually went up with my um, best friend who wasn't up together, so we used to get the train up every Friday, or back down to carry every Friday and back up on the Sunday. We used to board there during the week. Um, obviously, we met great people up there, played football up there, um, one, of, one of Cork's schools up there. I was actually asked to play a primary game with Cork. I never told you that. I said, there's no hope me playing the Cork jersey there. Like so. Look, I enjoyed it. Obviously, I, I have a great Irish since so I'm fluent in Irish still to it. I got an A1 in the honours Irish leaving and started probably put me up a good few points. But um, look, I, it was a great experience. It was a good learning experience. So, Joel, you can look back in them days and with, with fond memories, definitely. Like, yeah. Uh, I talk to you about managers then because you would have had Jack O'Connor, you would have had Peter Keane, would you have had Eamon Fitzmaurice too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was your favourite uh, one? Would I put you on the spot? Uh, no, what, what was it like being managed by those three? I yeah, I suppose. Look, there's three, there's three um, different characters. I suppose. Look, I'll, Fitzmaurice is the fellow who would have to be fully grateful for. He called me in 2016. I think I was only. Just finished 21s, I was captain with Jack that year. Uh, we got beaten by Cork in the Munster final. And I remember getting called in halfway through the summer after the championship. I played a good few ga good, good games at the club. like. And Fitzmaurice called me and look, he goes, keep working hard. Look, I know you have something about you, we'll give you a chance. Um, I was very grateful for that. Um, I was kicking ball. But my first memories inside there was actually Gooch was injured at the year. So I was kind of kicking ball into him, feeding ball into him yeah. before the training and stuff, just getting him ready. Like, there are stuff of dreams. Like, Joe Fellow, you grew up idolising. Um, then we actually went to New York that winter for a little team holiday, five days, and I kind of brought the bond closer as a group. And Fitzmaurice was a great man manager. Um, obviously, then Jack was, look, Jack, I, I can't speak highly enough of him. I think he's one of the best managers that the GA has ever seen, I think. Yeah. He's just a serial winner, I think, everywhere he's went, from be it school levels, colleges levels, minors, senior. Like, I think he just has a good aura about him. I think he's a great man manager. I think that's the biggest thing nowadays. Like, fellas are too invested in football and everything. I think you have to. The players are humans too at the end of the day, you know, the fellas are, have lives, they have social lives, families, yeah. and he's very respectful of that. I think that goes a long way and you can see last year the, the bond and the togetherness, you really, fellas really buy into that and it creates a win, winning environment. And look, and we were lucky enough last year that it kind of all came together, I think, and look, we got our rewards for it in the end, I think, yeah. What, uh, Peter Keane? What was he like? Was he... <laughs> the Peter Keane, I suppose, uh, he, he obviously didn't have time for me, I suppose he dropped me when he came in. I, 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 yeah, I can't speak about, obviously, I, I thought we had a, I th he was with us minor, I suppose. Okay. I thought there was no if, issues with different kids, but look, every manager has his own preferences and picks, look, and you have to leave him do with that, I suppose, but look, they didn't win the All-Ireland when he was there, I suppose, and that was a bit of a letdown, they've had their chances, they just didn't get over the line, I suppose, and just Jack came in really and just put the knitting together and he steered the ship over the line, which is what, what he's been there and what he's done in 06 and he's done it in 08 and he's done it in 09, so look. That was, look, obviously I won't hold it against him. Look, I've got my all Ireland medal and I'm happy out. I'm sitting here look, chatting about with an all Ireland medal in my back pocket. Look, I can't complain. Well, they brought him back again, Jack O'Connor, you know, and uh, I suppose he knows what he's at. Um, uh, I suppose you also, I want to talk to you about the demands in the GA nowadays because, like, I've actually had, I've had a few GA stars. I had Kieran Donnie on before and I had, uh, I had Seamus Prendergast, the Waterford hurler, and on before, and he said, and I probably agree with him, like, it needs to be dialed back a bit, like, you know, because it didn't. Of the day, it's still an amateur game, like you know, like what you think it is. Yeah, look, I, I I agree with that to a certain extent, I think, but I suppose every fella's there on his own on his own accord too. Um, you are training five nights a week, like you're in the gym twice, 
you're on the field three times a week. Like it's it's a big commitment. I suppose it's easier for counties like Kerry that you're getting some bit of like reward. I suppose you're winning some silverware, or whatever. Like so, you, I have massive respect for fellas that are in there and they, and they they give it their all. Like as I said, but um, it does need to be dialed back. But at the same time, if you don't want to be there, you can leave. I suppose. Look and. I I I go back on a heartbeat to be honest. I just didn't think that the circumstances at home and outside of the professional life were there for me to, to there. But I'd happily go back and I'd happily recommend it because when you're inside that environment, it's a tight knit community. Like you're you're there with your fellas, you're you're friends with, you're basically living with them five days a week. Like you know. But as I said, look, it has to be dialed back or there has to be something to give because the players aren't getting enough compensated by it from what they're doing, like expenses wise and stuff. They get that, but is that enough? Like with the price of living and all, and everything's gone up, I suppose. But. As I said, look, it's down to your own choice, I think, and obviously, look, every fella is different. Ah, uh, yeah, no, definitely. Well, I suppose it's easier when you're winning and carry the whole exactly. time, like, you know, so. But um, I just finally, as well, you worked as a bank official for a bit, and now you're in the teaching, so is that something you're going to pursue now, the teaching? Yeah, it? I think, look, I was young going to college, I suppose, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, went to college for a year, didn't really do too well in there, no, to be honest. The, the grades weren't up to, up to scratch, but... The bank kind of rolled in when I was in McCary kind of came along just as a custom service officer and working on the till inside there when I had a great experience. I was there for about three and a half years. I just felt that like that that, that time was, the chapter was kind of closing and I needed to go back into education and uh, gladly I got the honours degree, like whatever, four years I've done health and physical education. So I'm just kind of do a headship now when I go back to maybe to do a full-time teaching degree. But out here, look, I'm happy enough at the moment teaching. Look, it's PE, physical education, you're active. You're, you're doing sports, which is things I love. And look, if you're passionate about that, you do something you love. It's a lot easier waking up in the morning, like you know. Uh, I heard there's rumours going around that you're going to America for the summer. Is that true? Look, yeah. Look, I was there in 2014 before I got called in McCary when I was only 18, and I was there in 2018 when I got dropped. So, look, America is a great. It's a great experience. I suppose I would recommend it to any fellow that aren't in inter-county setups to definitely go and try it. Look, their life is great out there. You play football. You have a good standard of living. You experience new things and cultures. I suppose, which is a good thing about travelling when you're younger. I think you need to. Um, yeah, look, uh, there's not really a set in stone yet, but there's a few places like, yeah, look, if, if the option's there. Could go back to the club yet too and play a bit of football during the summer because they've given me enough now over the last year or two. But look, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I wouldn't be closed in America, I think, if there was, if the right options are there and the timing is there, look, definitely, like, yeah. Uh, finally, before I move on from Kerry, I just wanted to say that you were, uh, you broke into the Kerry team in 2016, was it? But you played minor, but also you were captain of the under-21s, like, that must have been a nice... Yeah, look, yeah, I was captain for the minors a few games as well, because obviously the captain didn't start every game, because in Kerry, your captain is nominated through the club system. It's, it's the same underage, same 21, so we actually won the under-21 club championship. The year before, so I was nominated captain in for a thing. When it was, look, it was a great honour to captain carry any level. Yeah. Um, we got beaten by Cork and Munster final in Chile by a point. Like it was a bit of a sickener, to be honest. Um, there was no back doors in the 21s. Like so, Cork were obviously very strong underage. They always a very hard team to get past. Like um, minor, especially up in Parky, in Parky, Cueve. Like you could never really get the better of them. Yeah. But um, look, yeah, no, it was a great experience. I suppose. Look, playing with carry any, any ages. Is the pinnacle, I suppose. Uh, sure, it's no harm to give Cork a few wins anyway. Like, yeah, you know. look, Cork are coming there. They have to be coming because they've won so much underage. Like, um, what I was about to say, um, I suppose, what, what everyone's listening to this, I suppose, we're here in Dubai. And I suppose, t tell me about the Gales because, of course, John O'Shea would shoot me if we didn't talk about the Jameer Gales. How, what's the standard of football like over here? And how would you like playing with the Gales? Obviously, look, it's, it's, a, it's a great social scene out here, I think, is, is priority number one. Is look, you're meeting Irish people, you're, meet, you're meeting new people, I think. Yeah. That's one of the main things like to play sport is just to meet people, I think. Um, then obviously there's a really competitive element too. You wouldn't think like it's taken very seriously. Like, uh, there's, I think there's 91 teams going participating in the tournament next week between ladies, senior, men's, junior. It's on in the Dubai Sevens tournament, um, stadium. 
So there's 91 teams like from junior all the way up. Like so, look, it's massive out here in the Middle East. Like um, I didn't think it was that big. There's a great hunger for it. I suppose every, any Irish person that moves away wants to get involved and meet people. I suppose that are interested in the same kind of things as them. But um, but the Gales are great. It's a tight knit community. They've been very welcome since I came out here. Like um, even every team, even the Dubai Celtic, like, everyone, they're, they're all friends. Like we all. There's a good group there. Cormac Coffey's on that, isn't it? He was on the yeah, panel at one stage. Uh, Eric Lyons, is it? Eric Lyons from Dublin is there, and you've liked the likes of Ronan Daly and Shane Cloran from Roscommon. They would have been good stalwarts for Roscommon down through the years. They were with Abu Dhabi and Dubai Kels. Um, there's, there's a few more now I can't really think of, but look, there, there's more and more coming out here, I think. Um, there's more and more like seeing that, like, you know, you can do a bit of travelling, you can enjoy yourself too, and you can always go back home. Home will always be there, like, I think. but. As I said, no, the Gales of the men, the women, everything does a great culture. They're a great, great crack. More importantly, explain to someone that doesn't have a clue about it because it's it's thirteen a side, isn't it? It's, on a, it's nine a side. Nine a side, sorry. Yeah. Seven minutes a half. Um, obviously, it's rotating subs in and out. Um, with the heat out here, you have to like. But it's 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 kind of more similar to basketball. There wouldn't be more of a kicking game. It's more of a like a running. But yeah. look, it's 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 an enjoyable game too. Look, as you said, you get out, you play seven minutes, you have a good tournament at the end of it. And it's all mini tournaments every few weekends yeah, instead so, of a running league. So we we were in Bahrain for the first one in September. Then we moved on to um, Sharjah. Then it was on in Qatar just after Christmas. So you get to see a bit of the world too with it too, which is great. And you what get you to. We didn't do well in the Qatar, no, but we we won the Sharjah one. So we kind of rank. It goes on point in points like ranking system. So. Look, the last one I was all to pay for, just three of us kind of tightened the level, so look, we'll, we'll be big one on Dubai next week, so we'll, Saturday, is it? it's next Saturday, yeah, in the well, Dubai I'll make, I'll make sure to get up to that. Yeah, no, it'll be a good watch, yeah. Yeah, uh, I suppose, yeah, I think there was one other, oh yeah, sorry, I wanted to ask you about uh, social media, because obviously you have your Instagram and you have your Twitter, but like, what, what do you think now of, because it's a big question now for us, but Look, let's be honest, David Clifford, for example, right? I'm, I'm always kind of fascinated that he's not on Instagram or web. But what do you think of it? Do you think? Yeah, look, I suppose there's pros and cons to, to social media. Like, obviously, there's, it's a great marketing ploy and marketing tools if you want to use them. Like, but there can be negative aspects too that you can get carried away and you can get, you know, you can leave it get to you or whatever. But I think, yeah, for David Clifford, I think I can't speak for him enough because obviously what he's done in the game, he's, yeah. he doesn't need to change anything. I suppose. Look, I know he has a Twitter account, right? But. Um, Look, I suppose everyone's different. I suppose, as you said, you can like Lee Chin, for example. He's he's making a bit of a living off of like doing marketing and stuff. And but there is brands there, I suppose, if you want to utilise it. Some fellas choose not to. I think um, David Clifford doesn't need to change anything. The man has won everything. I suppose he's he's happy. I suppose he's a family and he's he keeps quiet. I suppose and he does his talking in the field, which is admirable too. Like you know. Yeah. Um, but you, did you think too, like, do, do you ever get any abuse on social media now or anything like? No, I remember after the Armagh game right last year. I got attacked after the, after the game by some young fella came up. It's probably one of my best games to carry a kid five points. The Armada Athletic Grounds would be a very tight atmosphere. But it's probably one of the most best atmospheres I've played in in a long time. It's just so tight to the field. You have a little. It's just a little good atmosphere all the time. It's the, felt the crowd around you, and it, it was a bit of a dog fight that day. We came out on top by a point or two, but I got a few messages after the game. Right, but look. You have to be ha supporters. Yeah, from the Armada boys. There was one or two, like there wasn't many, you know, but right. I'd be laughing at it to be honest. Like you have to be hard skinned, like you know, you have to be able to take it as well as give it, I well, suppose. The, the Kerry fans are not saints either. What no. did, did Paddy O'Shea famously say about him years ago? Um, he said I won't repeat it, but he said they're like a, a yeah. royal animal. Something like something, that I suppose, yeah. yeah, but that was when Kerry were winning, like they were they were expected to be not every All Ireland, I suppose. But look, the Kerry fans are like their their football is crazy. After yeah. we won the All Ireland last year there was thirty thousand people. Yeah. In Tralee, like you know, yeah. we were going through the open top bus. Like it's like a, it was like we're after winning the Premier League or something. Look, it was unbelievable. Like it's it's massive in Kerry. Like and look, I suppose you have to you have to take the good with the bad. I said, look, I you have to be hard skinned as well. Like you know, I wouldn't take much in 
really put too much into the fellas behind the keyboard wires, you know. Yeah, quite final two questions, Jack. Uh, best player to play with and play against? Jesus, best. I, I'm going to keep it in Kerry, to be honest. I think the best player is obviously David Clifford, hands down. When he got called in with Kerry first, he was straight out of minor. And there was, there was a few questions about him, is he going to do it straight away? Because obviously there's a big step up from senior to minor. And I remember the first training session he came in, it was just like, it's like he never left. It was, he, he fitted in perfectly. Like, um, best player I've marked, I'd say. It's either Lee Keegan or I marked Lee Keegan for a while against Mayo in the 2017 All-Ireland semi-final. It's Tom Sullivan, the two boys, hands down the stickiest. Shangas going forward, no hope catching him. Yeah. Two boys, I'd say, but I'd have to give, I'd give Lee Keegan the nod for what he's done, I suppose. And yeah, Lee Keegan just just picked that. Yeah. Right. Uh, if there was one thing you could change about the GA, what would you change? Jesus, that's a hard question, I suppose. I change maybe just the, the fundamentally way it's set up and run. Like there could be a lot more things done behind the scenes that could promote the games. Yeah. Like even a few. Highlight shows. I know the Sunday game is done, but there could be more emphasis on actually the games. People want to see games. People don't want to see pundits talking too much. Like you can give a bit of info, like but people want to see the highlights package. Even from the best games could be the ladies' games that are high scoring, or the, the junior, the, the Nicky Racker Cup, or the Tatler Cup. Like you know, just more highlights. I think and more more development, more more sponsorship. I think to promote all that. I think definitely could be done. And they're, they're, it's, it's improving now. It is. The last two years have seen a bit of improvement, but it, there's obviously no, they can get to more levels. You know. Where do you see yourself in five or ten years' time? Do you think you'll settle on in Tralee eventually? Do you? Or yeah, I, I hopefully. Like, yeah, look, I, I, I still love football. Football is still my passion. I think I still obviously miss Kerry. It's a big thing, like watching the games. Even though, like, it's, it, it is a bit hard. But look, it's a decision I made. Look, and I'm be cheering on the boys. But like, I can definitely see myself playing football again. That's club level, or hopefully comes to the level. You never know. Look, you can't close any door. But yeah, I'll definitely sell down in Kerry in the years to come, like yeah. Find it then, Jack. I do this with all my guests, so uh, quick fire questions, okay? Yeah. So, uh, favorite thing to do on your day off? Um, favorite thing, play a bit of golf, I think. Play a bit of golf and just chill out and get out into the course. Yeah. Favorite film? Favorite film? Jesus. Um, it's a hard one, though. Um, I'm gonna go for the classic Shawshank Redemption. You can't beat a bit of the old, old school movies, oh, you like. Uh, go to karaoke song. Um, hit me baby one more time. <laughs> Biggest fear? Biggest fear. Um, I suppose I was stuck in an elevator when I was 10 in Australia with the family. Me and my brother were going up and down, we kept pressing buttons for the day. And it caught us in the end, there was a big seat through one going up about 30, 40 stories. We were stuck there, so elevators, a clear one in a bit. Craziest thing you've ever done? Paragliding off a mountain in Switzerland. Um, just kind of, it wasn't jumping out of a plane where you kind of run off the side of a mountain you're up in the air for about half an hour you were just floating around the place it was it was a cool experience like yeah best book you ever read funny enough i actually just finished richie sadler i don't know do you know him the pundit from rt i, do, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know i wouldn't have, wouldn't have I, yeah I, that, that, that that's all I, that's all i do about him to be honest until i read the book fuck it and uh, he's look he's been his career actually is very interesting if, if you ever get a chance to read it he, and he was supposed to be a great player a great player he got riddled with injuries yeah, no, like riddled with injuries, and I, I would have thought the same until I read the book. Jeez, he's fascinating, his father was an alcoholic. From what he's been through now to where he's got, he's actually a psychotherapist now as well. Fully qualified, Jesus, it was one of a, a great book now that I've read, yeah, definitely. Um, win the Masters or win the World Cup? Win the Masters, I think, because it's a personal battle. I think it's it's you against the course, it's you against everyone else, I think, yeah. Right. And finally, leg day or chest day? Leg day, I think your legs carry you all over the place. Don't mind having a big chest, you'd have a good strong pair of legs to get around the field. Jack, thanks yeah. to Peter Flat, and thanks to Blah Blah, and thanks to Watson Black, the boy I presented this one. And thanks for listening. 
And thanks again to What's the Crack Dubai Eye for setting that up. Make sure to check out the website for what's happening in Dubai. And thanks again to Blah Blah for letting us uh, record the podcast in their premises. And thanks again to Jack Savage for taking the time out. He's over here playing football with Jamera Gales. And uh, good luck to him. And hopefully someday we might see him back in the Kerry jersey or even he might return to win that senior club all Ireland with um, Kieran O'Reilly's. And uh, until next time, remember you can get this podcast on Spotify and wherever, wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, I'm Neville O'Donoghue, thanks for listening, and I'm out of here.